Welcome to Trashbox, a real Housewives podcast with Marshall Lorenzo. And Emily Richardson. Wow. Wow. <laughs> that was, you won't believe what take that is. <laughs> the inconsistency of how we introduce this podcast. Every week, it's a little bit different. Yeah. And uh, there's no solution to it. No. Could I remember uh, the the introduction properly? You know how my brain works. No, it not refuses. good. I mean, for a while, it was just like, hi, this is Emily Richardson. Hi, this is Marshall, Marshall Lorenzo. I'm walking too. I wasn't. Yeah. You know, if you if any of if, if our many, 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 many fans have any suggestions on how we should open this podcast, perhaps with song. Everybody knows Marshall loves to sing. Um, didn't I suggest at some point just like each week we have a, a tagline? Oh, that's fine. I know it's extra work. <laughs> <laughs> but like, uh, yeah. Like, give me an example. What would you mean by that? Well, like, um, I don't know. Just like um, running a business is hard, but running from bees is even harder. I'm Marshall Lorenzo. You know what I mean? Oh, so it's kind of like a housewife's tagline. Yes. Yeah. Okay, I'm down for that. Let's do start doing that next week. I okay, like that. yeah, that's kind of fun. And if it doesn't wow, work, we'll just forget we ever did it. Yeah, why not change <laughs> it up? Uh, yeah. This is episode 30, I do believe. Is it really? Yeah, it is. Milestones. It's a milestone. Is it episode 30 or is it like episode like 25 plus five? <laughs> Stop it. I think it's episode 30. And thank you everyone for listening. And we're very grateful. And... Things are happening. Yeah, we noticed a bump there. We noticed a bit of a bump, yeah. yeah. A lot of that, I yeah. think, is thanks to my lovely boss, Michael K. from D-Listed, giving us a shout-out on his podcast. Yes, God bless. So if you're not listening to D-Listed, the podcast, please go listen to them, because they are they are fucking hilarious, Allison and Michael. They're so funny. Mm, yes. Mm -hmm. Work bitch. Work bitch, indeed. Yeah, and so today... It's a wonderful day because it is finally the weekend. Yes, I've been working nine to five and I fucking hate it. I'm so sorry for you. Uh, I went to the gardening store <laughs> and I bought trees. Ooh, there's a forest <laughs> in my backyard. Really? The first thing I bought with, with my with my paycheck was trees. Oh, that's nice and, and very mature of you. Thank you. The trees are not mature enough for my liking, but hopefully they will spread their little whorish roots into the ground and shoot their little uh, leafy cum into the air and grow mm -hmm. big and gay. Aw. Yeah. Do you have a lot of room? Do you have a big backyard? Yeah, it's it's okay. It's like medium. It's a medium size. We love it. We do love it. Do you spend a lot of time out there? Uh, Yeah. Although lately the weather is like very New Zealand, which is like, you're hot and you're cold. You're yes and you're no. It's, you're in know. when you're out. Hold. You're up when you're down. How are you? What's what's you're what's wrong with you? When you're right. Oh, God. I don't even know, Marshall. I don't even know. Lately I've been sleeping until like 1 p.m. It's not good. It's not good. Ooh, I miss those days. No, it's not good. It's bad. Actually, no, I don't. That would like, yeah, because you, it's, it's 1 p.m. and you're like, well, what's the point? And then you do nothing. Exactly. I do a little bit of work in the morning for D-Listed, then I lie around, and I've gotten addicted to these weed drinks, or weed wine, I call them. Um, weed wine? Weed wine. Tell mama. Tell mama. It's basically um, these, like, THC drinks you can get from the dispensary, and they're delicious, and I love them. And you can just, like, they're kind of like edibles, but a drink. And since I don't drink much alcohol anymore, this is great. It, it's super relaxing. Interesting. It doesn't give me a hangover. I don't do anything stupid. I just get super relaxed. I would love to try this. What is the brand? Oh, that's such a great question. One second, check. Actually, I might as well have one now. I mean, we're here. Actually, Marsh, I like genuinely love these things. It's uh, Little Victory Sparkling Dark Cherry THC Drinks. Um, but they have CBD as well in them. So 2.5 milligrams of THC, 2.5 of CBD, and it tastes just like, like a cherry white claw, like a cock, like a kind of a cocktail. Alicia, that is amazing. I like you, as you know, I am not a fan of the marijuana. Not really, no. Um, it does not do well for me, but I'm very intrigued by this. This could be my in. I honestly... Oh, pouring one now. What is this brand called? Let's chat out this brand. What is this brand? This is, oh, there's tons of, there's tons of weed drinks. I don't know of where course, they've yes. been, but I guess they've been around. Little Victory. Little Victory. And I love them. They're great. And I just get really chill. But do you know what? I will say. And you know, I'm like, I smoke, I smoke weed. And I'm, I'm just over smoking it because, um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a lot. It is bad for your lungs. So I tried a five milligram one. 
like, so five milligrams of THC and five milligrams of CBD a couple weeks ago. And I was fucked. I wasn't in a very good mood that day. And it definitely made me paranoid. But the 2.5 is good for you. I would definitely go even less because you have like a low tolerance for marijuana. Mm -hmm. But it's great. It just relaxes me. And funnily enough, I wrote a story this week for D-Listed where, um, D-Listed, D-Listed, D-Listed. All I'm talking about today. And Ellen DeGeneres, stupidly, you'd think she'd be like really watching her reputation right now because, you know, everyone hates her. No, no, something's wrong. Something's wrong. Yeah. You think something's wrong with her mind kind of thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think something's off too. Because she went on Jimmy Kimmel Live and she was like, oh, Portia de Rossi, her wife had uh, appendicitis and I had to drive her to the hospital. <laughs> Funnily enough, I right before I drove her, I had a couple melatonin and three weed drinks. Oh my God. And she's like, ha ha ha. And everyone in the comments is like, did she just say, like, she basically, like, drove her yeah. wife under the influence to the hospital? Jesus. And it's, like, one thing to do that when you're, like, having, you're in an emergency and, like, it's not something to kind of joke about it on TV. If you did it, yeah. just be like, oh, I was lucky I didn't kill anybody. I'm, you know, not going to joke about it on TV or tell anybody. What a monster. What a monster. <laughs> She's not out there, I don't think. Um, I'm going to have a first sip of this weed wine. Okay, here we go. We'll get to talking about housewives. Here it is. <laughs> <laughs> and how was it? Ah, that's some good weed wine. Great. <laughs> weed wine. I gotta get into this. If there's anyone in New Zealand that knows of it, if we have anything there, I kind of don't think we do. Because guess what? They couldn't come together on a referendum, which is fucking bullshit. Get it together, New Zealand. What, is it? Is weed? No, it is not. Yeah. Oh, then no, you probably would not have these. Wonky. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Okay. Well, come back to Canada and you can have some because I'm really into it. Mm. And I'm over... And anyone who knew me before the pandemic knew I enjoyed a good few drinks to the point of oblivion. Uh, not anymore. I'm different. I've changed. So there you go. Okay. Do you want to start with Atlanta this week? Yeah, let's start with Atlanta. Let's talk more about Kenya's divorce. Oh, my God. So interesting. Uh, so sad for this character. Oh. These two morons. My God, that kid is fucked. She's doomed. That is fucked. And you're starting to get a clearer picture that... It's Kenya. He's a prob. He's probably a fucking monster. But like, she. I bet she can't help herself. She's got to have the last word, sort of thing. Like you know, it's bad. They're both. Yeah, I think that they're both assholes. And like, there is no reality in which he's an asshole and she's like, hmm. Well, that's interesting. You said that. You know what I mean? There's no reality. Like, she's not. She's not the victim. She's not just the victim. At least. Yes. Yeah. 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 But she, I think she wants to be in this kind of relationship. She likes drama, obviously. Yeah. Kenya is the queen of starting drama, then pretending she doesn't want drama. That's her whole thing. And it's exhausting. It's this very cycle. tired. It's very tired. We're very tired, Miss Kenya. Now, okay. So someone, um, actually, let me get their name so I can give them a shoot Um, Bear with me one sec. I just want to say this. What? Kenya does not do well without an enemy she needs an enemy in order to function yes it's true she just can't and i don't she just can't go along with her life and i don't even think it's just reality tv we're talking about i think in her real life she needs that enemy it's not just for its storyline exactly which i guess makes her a compelling housewife blah 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 so the question is do we still want kenya on our tvs uh christopher at longoria 07 who is on twitter added us and he said uh, to a tweet that said, third time's a charm face, and then an Atlanta peach, mm-hmm. which people on this Twitter thread are saying, Sheree's coming back. Sheree. Yes. <laughs> now, before we get into Sheree, who, like, third time's a charm. Who else could they possibly be talking about? It- Nini. But would they do that? Right. Or Kim, I guess. Kim. So Kim came, came back once, right? Yeah. So then that would that w- again would be her third time. Uh Phaedra? No, because Phaedra's never lift. No, uh Phaedra. She's only lift once. Yeah. She'd be second. I mean, I'd love if Phaedra came back. Yeah. Oh God. N- Nini, Sheree, or Kim, with the likely one being Sheree. I just I never gravitated towards Sheree. Oh, I really enjoy Sheree. I why? Why? State your case. Well, she was my favorite when the the show first started. Nini was very funny. Uh, but I found Sheree's del- delusionalism, delusions, delusions, yeah, extremely entertaining. And I am still not over that fight with the party planner. <laughs> yeah, 
and just not raising her voice. I enjoy her hair flip argument with, I believe, was it Marlo or was it Nini? Yes, that was Marlo in Africa. And yeah. it's just, she has, she's, I just find her to be an interesting character. Like, I think, yeah, she would be a fascinating person to know from afar. Like, someone you don't have to work with, but works in the office. You know what I mean? She, yeah, I mean, I think she's a liar. Um, oh, don't we love that, though? Not like a hardcore liar, but I think she she's, she um, presents herself a certain way, which is fine. A lot of um, women on these shows do. But I, I just prefer sometimes, like, someone who is completely themselves. And I don't know that that you get the real Sheree. I will say that Sheree, although she is less fun-loving than Sonia, mm-hmm. her delusional spirit is, I think, similar to Sonia. So when I say she's a liar, when we say she's a liar and, like, you know, Chateau Sheree and all this stuff, I kind of equate that to Sonia's toaster oven, you know? It's not so much lying as it's she believes it. She lives in her fantasy land. Yeah, but when the women say to Sheree, like, hey, is your house built? Sort of thing. She's like, oh, yeah, it's built. Like, we've had a contract. Over <laughs> Whereas Sonia would be like, I don't know. I think, like, the contract is, like, uh, maybe he was he doesn't exist, yeah. you know? So, like, maybe we'll see. Anyway, I gotta go catch the salmon with my hands. Like, there's a difference, <laughs> I think. I just... God, I, I am really looking forward to New York, though. I saw a commercial for it, and I was just like, oh, it's like going home again. It's just it's so easy. Unbridled insanity. Unbridled insanity. Exactly. <laughs> okay, exactly. so let's get into mm-hmm. uh, into Atlanta. Uh, Kenya's uh, crying crocodile tears. Fuck, I'm mean. I am mean to Kenya. You really don't like Kenya. I know I love Kenya. I just, she she doesn't what? have what she needs to function right now. Which is she needs to not, she needs to like wrap up what's going on with her baby daddy and she needs mm-hmm. to, she needs an enemy. Yeah, Mark really needs to just get the fuck out of her life because she's not well. I just don't think. It's just drawing, it's getting drawn out. And we know he's a bad guy. Oh, he's such a bad guy. And we, I don't think Kenya's like fated for a normal, healthy relationship with a nice, nice man. I don't think that's in the cards mm, for old Ken. Yeah, I don't know what kind of man it is for her. I mean, really, she's such an alpha. She would do well to just get herself a little nerd who worships at her feet. Yeah, there's got there's there's got to be someone. There's someone for everyone. There's got to be someone for for Kenya. That's you know. And she's gorgeous, and she's rich, and she yeah. is so much fun when she's not the worst. Like I, mm-hmm. she should be able to get someone great. I don't know why she's always going for these assholes. Well, obviously issues. Yeah. So. This episode, this episode made me feel like it just sort of step back and be like, we don't have enough stories here. We have a lot, lot of heavy hitters that have just taken up space. And it's the finale. I guess. Yes. But like when this episode was a really great snapshot of like, okay, all of the action was coming from the fresh blood. So yes, that's true. I, you know, when they talk about these shakeups, I get it. I get it. You know? And and this goes for all franchises too. Like it, Beverly Hills is criminal for this. Like the, of mm-hmm. someone just sitting around for ye- year after year after year, bringing nothing. I mean, even Portia. I mean, she had sex with a stripper. <laughs> she has amazing confessional. She's really funny. Yes. But what does she do this season, really? Yeah, she wasn't in the mix so much. She even kind of removed herself from the mix regarding Kenya. Yeah. Um. Okay, but let's talk about so nothing really happens this episode aside from the part the the friend miss. Yeah, we have we just you know briefly uh, Josiah, which we'll talk about the friend miss. Yes, oh god, we will. Drew, Drew, and Ralph take Josiah out to meet his uh, oh, biological yes. father, who was an That's hour right. and thirteen minutes late. But then Drew herself is late for for friend miss by three and a half hours. So <laughs> yeah, but like of things in your life to show up on time for. Yeah. Hmm. It's not good. Hmm. Also, he's dressed like Guy Fieri when he comes in with the Ed Hardy flames. Yep. My brother commented on that immediately. He? <laughs> he was like, you're on camera, huh? Okay. Uh, it was very uncomfortable to watch. It was and very it uncomfortable. also makes Ralph look like stepdad of the year, which is fucked. I know. Let's not give that to him. He was doing very well. <laughs> Um, yeah, it, it was, what a, what a cute kid. And Very cute. And so not into meeting his dad again, and especially on camera. 
No, it was such an example of like you just on camera seeing a kid just absorbing everything like a sponge, absorbing the dynamics of his parents, absorbing the the situation that he's in. It was tough to watch. Um, He seems like a really sweet kid. Yeah. Uh, Was there anything else before we get to the party? Well, we had Kenya's therapy. For some reason, Mark's blocked her again, blah, blah, blah. Oh, Uh, yeah. Then she goes to her two-year-old daughter's phone. Yeah. What's now, that about? You Do you mean, what is that about? Or why does a two-year-old have a phone? Okay, so it just said Brooklyn cell phone. Like, why does a two-year-old have a phone? <laughs> like, it's just it's just another way for her to get at Mark, right? Like, why would someone yeah, call Brooklyn? Like, what? Who's calling Brooklyn except her dad? <laughs> exactly. And why, and why would he be like, um, you know... <laughs> Okay, you know what I'll do? I'll call my baby's phone. <laughs> like, there's no strategy here from either side. It's crazy. It, it's a, such a waste of money. It's, it's so rude. I have an iPhone 7. An iPhone 7. And I'm okay. fine with it, but like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> so we get to um, the friend miss. And do you have anything else? <laughs> no, I, there wasn't really anything to this episode. Other than I really enjoy Cynthia and Mike. I really like them together. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I, it's like a, fun. a better example of a relationship. Yes. 1000%. I don't know what, like, I'm sure, I know you have a thing where you think Mike is kind of bossy or whatever. Maybe he is. I think he's old fashioned, but I think that. Yes. I think he's, he's old fashioned. He's so much better than Peter Thomas. He's so much better than Peter Thomas. I'll just say yes to keep the conversation moving. Um, oh my God. But your eyes, your eyes just got all <laughs> horned up at the mere mention of Peter. <laughs> uh, a little bit of. Uh, speaking of cuties, Ooh. Chandler, the assistant. Oh, he's so cute. What a cutie. He's uh, yeah, he's he getting cute. it done. He, uh, he's, he's got it together in this well, house of chaos. He, why, why was this recorded message from the the prophet on a boombox? Oh, okay. Why you just jumping right in? Well, I'm sorry. You brought the assistant up, and I was like, but the fact that he had a boombox. Well, I think Drew brought the boombox. Yeah. Was it a boombox? Like, what was it? You don't bring a cassette tape without a boombox. <laughs> like, oh my god. Fascinating. Okay, yeah. Okay. Get back to the start of premise. Okay, so it, so Cynthia, for some reason, is shocked and appalled <laughs> that her friends are late um, as she puts together this. Because she met this group? They it's love It's very... I think what really the vibe was, was Cynthia was shocked and appalled that it's the finale episode <laughs> and people aren't arriving to deliver what she's delivering because this location is her home i think that's what yeah. it was you know yeah and also marlo didn't come i'm like what are you doing mark come on because that was go. that was the energy from everyone like candy kenya were both like okay can we get this moving i got places to be like let's get yeah. this finale going yeah the uh, the llamas were disgusting i don't care for llamas I, you can see that in this shit oh i love llamas i was into that no anything that that drops a bald piece of shit like a little tiny ball of shit no Absolutely not. Ugh. And then pisses on it. They're pronounced turds. They're called turds. It t- pisses no. on your own poop. A turd is more. Don't long. you piss on your own poop? Oh, I guess boys don't piss on their own poop. Do boys piss on their own poop? We all piss on our own poop, I guess. But I don't want to see a bucket of piss <laughs> raining down on little balls of poop. Rain on me. On poop. <laughs> so we get that. We get. Um, Eventually we get there. It looks like a lovely meal, by the way. Yeah, it looks really good. That was for the first time I was like, okay, I'd dig into that. <laughs> um, I don't know, just a lot of the time it's like like bruschetta and like a salad, you know, whereas this was like mac and cheese. and like, Yeah, no, this was a spread. Yeah, this was good. This was good. That was a nice spread. They had all the fixings. All the fixings. All the fixings. So Molly, 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 Marlo doesn't show up, but she sends her 13-year-old nephews. What? Was that? I didn't catch that. You didn't catch that? I thought, I thought that someone delivered, I saw someone delivered the gift, but I didn't realize it was the nephews. No, it had a little, it had a little label thing. It was like, Marlo's 13-year-old nephews. Oh. <laughs> Hi, we're here to deliver Marlo's gift. <laughs> <laughs> Here we are. Yeah. She also wants to say that the toy is a trick ho. Like, it's just... She couldn't show up. Okay. And then, of course, Latoya says that she's not coming. Oh, my she God. She says that she can't make it. So, okay. First of all, all this profit nonsense. Drew really had me this season. And then she really oh. lost me and Candy and Cynthia 
this what last couple episodes with this profit nonsense. Do I hate her? No, but it was a massive misfire. <laughs> it was a mess. And do you, okay, do you think it was, um, how much, what is the percentage of it that is, um, that she really believes it? And how much of a percentage is that she's like, okay, this is my storyline and I'm going to turn up the heat for the finale? I think it's 30% storyline, 30% profit nonsense, and 40% I hate Toya, let's get Toya. Okay. I think there's a, if can we throw in a percentage in there of like religious beliefs? Yeah. Yeah, we can do that. Because she's super Christian. Yeah, it's uh, which is my least favorite trope of a housewife. Just letting <laughs> you know. Um, yeah, so they do. So they do this gift exchange, and when I say me and my brother were on the edge of our seat at every present that was opened, oh this my was God. shocking, shocking. Like, when was the last time you saw a round of gifts like this be opened? Never. I only I hate that like Yankee swap or what is it called? I don't like it. Oh, the the stealing Secret Santa stealing. Yeah, yeah. yeah I experienced that for the first time at like an office thing many years ago. Yeah, I had that too. But I played the game mm-hmm. and I got in and I walked away with a Game Boy Advance. Whoa, that's actually really cool. <laughs> yes, I was like, I will get that. I don't care which one of you is going to hate me for the rest of my career here. <laughs> well, see, that's the issue. People like get pissed. And and then if you don't like have a great gift you give either. Exactly. A la Drew or Portia doesn't like the Tiffany's jewelry. And then she's like, <gasps> I don't wear necklaces. And then the editors flash back to all her necklaces. Work, work, work. I enjoyed that because that was a bratty, bratty thing to say, Portia. I hated that. It was bratty. And do you know what was brattier? Kenya spending 5K on the gift. Just to be like, I can spend 5K on the gift even though the cap was 1000 Fuck you. Which one Which one was? She Liz had diamond Rose? earrings. And then. Uh, oh, which were like, okay. They were fine. They were basic. No. I think, who was the winner for you? Um, I like. I just like it, but I can see why they would like it. That little, I think it was Gucci purse. It was cute. I'm a child. I jumped out of my seat for the iPhone. <laughs> oh yeah, the iPhone was great. Like, I was like, what? Shamia got it, right? I think so, yeah. It just, it just, I don't know why. It's kind of a, it's like a stunt move almost. It's like, it's almost as if she was saying like, oh, it's not available right now, but you know what I mean? Like, Yeah, 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 yeah. It would be like if one of them whipped out a PS5. It, like, n- <laughs> none of them want a PS5, but I'd be like, <gasps> <laughs> How yeah. do you know? <laughs> exactly. Do you know what actually my favorite my favorite gift was? The box of a thousand dollars in cash. Oh yes, that was it. <laughs> that was the one. That was the one where I was like, was "Oh, it. I'm in. This yeah. is great." It was pretty fantastic. <laughs> like perfectly, perfectly aligned bills. Oh, it was like you know what it was. If we wrote a sketch about this, like this, this is how do you heighten? That's literally heightening. <laughs> yeah, it's true. We start with some shitty Tiffany bracelets. Oh, we have the iPhone. Then we have a thousand dollars in cash. Thousand dollars cash. PS Five. You know, a gun. Yeah. So and then Drew tries something, oh and that is God. she takes out a pet carrier. The second I saw the 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 carrier, I was like, I and I could smell the wig inside. <laughs> I generally had no clue what was happening. I was like, come on, what is this? Oh, no, I knew it. I was, because my brother was like, huh? And I was like, because of the pet on her head. I mean, kudos for like going back to where we started, you know, mm-hmm. closing the loop. Sure. Story-wise, great job, Drew. Yes. In execution, everyone was like, no, 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 no. It's a rookie move in the sense of it should have been cleverer. And yes. it was also aimed at the wrong person. I guess she wanted Toya to get it? But Toya wasn't there. Like, Toya wasn't there, so it went to Kenya, and then Kenya totally, could, she could have won. She could have been like, okay, that's kind of stupid, whatever. But instead, she's completely offended. It's <laughs> just classic Kenya. Yeah, it's almost like she was tipped off and she knew this was coming, so she, I don't know. It was weird. And then Toya shows up. And then Toya shows up. What a move. What a move. Now, did Toya show up because Kenya got on the phone? I don't know. I didn't catch that. Because Kenya was on the phone, and I was like, okay, is this just a bitch move? Or is she <laughs> planning something here? And then Latoya showed up. Oh. I mean, ready. Ready to party, though. Like, looked great. Uh, and this is right after she played that weird profit tape, which, again, didn't really prove anything. Oh, my God. The way that Drew was bouncing on the edge of her seat, like she was about to spill the biggest tea of all time or legal information or like <laughs> the most damning of damning items that she 
the only way to get it was to go back to 1993, <laughs> get, find a cassette tape and a boombox, and trap this information forever. It was nonsensical. And what was the big mic drop moment that he cheated on his last girlfriend it or fiance was, or wife? It, like, I don't know. Who cares? I, have, that- I have no memory. It was it was along the lines of like, I may or may not know this woman. Uh, this may <laughs> or may not be my name. Uh, this may or may not be a recording. We'll see. <laughs> it, it was, was so wild. Bad. And, and then I appreciated. I did appreciate like even Cynthia, who's so nice, being like, just move on like everyone's vibe was that to to to, what do you call that christian your baby what do you call that baptize your baby like get somebody else baptize the damn baby drop dunk that baby in a little holy water just dunk him dunk him in in a toilet like whatever get him baptized toya obviously shows up ready to fight but not on her A game for some reason she said like she seems drunk she always seems kind of drunk lately she seemed drunk and uh, and <laughs> and then Toy starts going off. You were looking for Prophet Dick, like accusing Drew, I guess, of wanting the Prophet. And then you want your man wants a bitch like me. That's why he went to Florida looking to hook up with a bitch who looks like me. <laughs> and then they're then her and Kenya leave, and they steal uh, the like wine me. bottles. And then Kenya's like, Drew's a narc. And Toya's like, she's a narcissist, yeah. And yeah, like, no, no, I, I mean, could have watched. I could have watched that conversation <laughs> forever. No, 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 narcissist. It's like someone who like really loves this. Like, yeah, knock a fucking knock. Yeah, total knock. That's knock <laughs> behavior. I do like the idea of narc being short for narcissist. We're just like we roll with them. <laughs> I mean, it's she's fun. not. It's, it's an easy mistake to make. It is. I don't. I don't blame her. So, uh, what was especially strange? I wonder if this is what you were going to say. Also, is so the carolers arrive. Oh, and... we we missed the this, but the carolers arrive after the wig throw and lunch. Oh yes, how could I have get the fight first? Yes, 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 yes. Get it right, Marshall. Which, uh, I don't know, it seemed a little cliche at this point. A lot. Like, also, cause, just because it was something that was so built up to be happening. Like, we knew at some point Drew was going to lash out at, at LaToya. Like, this woman had, like, her only full-time job was working Drew up. That was it. Yeah, it's true. It's so silly. Like, what is even their beef about? Especially after, like, I just don't get this profit thing. It's a week, like, late in the game yeah. storyline. All they really had this season was Bolo, and then people were like... Hey, what about a prophet? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? <laughs> it's bottom line. Uh, Latoya came, like, what was the very first thing she said to Drew? It's it, it, that's what she it is. Came for her her marriage, or Drew came for her marriage, or something, or Chicago. Oh, like, she said, "I hate you because I hated your character on the game." Yes, yes. I mean, which I, I just gotta say though, why doesn't Toya have a peach? She did so much heavy lifting this season. I know. Is she going to? Uh, breakthrough and get a peach because apparently it's a very rare thing to happen when Sutton got her peach they said she was the only second housewife to do so to go from friend to full time who are the other ones Brandy uh, Brandy what, Glanville was Brandy a friend of first yeah I think she was I think don't, that's so don't, crazy don't quote me um so so the yeah, she arrived. deserves a peach but like does, wait, wait wait remind me did Toya have confessionals? Uh, oh, I don't know. I actually don't know. I feel like I remember. Why am I blanking? Because right, anyway, the carolers. You want to talk about the carolers? Let's talk carolers. Okay. The reason I want to talk about the carolers is they arrive, and Kenya for some reason is furious, and manhandles Toya, grabs her quite violently, <laughs> it's bizarre. and pulls her into the car, and is like, "Get in, get in, get in." What the fuck was that about? I don't know. It, I think. I think honestly, it was because Toya was acting drunk. Yes. Yeah. I think it was that too. I'm just like, the reaction was like, "Ooh, fucking hell!" Like, yeah. The Toya's done worse. So I don't. Yeah. Yeah. The Toya's done far worse. Yeah. So, but in front of the carolers, I was like, "Oh god." That was very funny, actually. I really enjoyed that. Unless Kenya like really respects carolers and was like, "Don't do this to them." <laughs> <laughs> I, I I got a laugh out of the carolers. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful! Like Toya was actually into it. Yes. <laughs> Get the fuck out of the car. 
and, and that's so it. And then we, ends. Yeah, yeah, so ends. And then we're next week. We got the the um, reunion, which is the second reunion in pandemic we're getting from yes. Atlanta, which is wild. It's it was, the first time it's happened, correct? Yes, and which, by the way, do not sleep on that that Zoom reunion. That reunion was great. Well, I watched it. Yeah, I watched yeah. last last year's reunion. It was great. But the trailer yeah. for this was weird. Was it not? Yes, it was I, styled. It edited interestingly. It, it was setting. It was like it was setting something up to happen, but then it was just a, just regular you know reunion events but you know i am looking forward to the reunion that being said i'm looking back at the season and i'm like what really happened i don't know wasn't atlanta's best wasn't atlanta's worst yeah still better than dallas people will (laughs) only really be watching the season to get to know drew and latoya by proxy that's Mm -hmm. what the season will be known for and bolo yeah fucking bolo fuck bolo just go watch (gasps) bolo's porn you know what i mean yeah I mean, I did see him have sex with that melon. What was it? I want to say cantaloupe. <laughs> it was wild. Uh, <laughs> it was wild. I should watch that. That sounds fun. It's it's a uh, it's a doozy. He's uh yeah he it's, I you know I don't know. <laughs> okay, no, she's getting flustered here. Yeah. <laughs> it just doesn't really do anything for me personally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, want to talk about Dallas? Sure, let's blaze through Dallas. Plays um, through Dallas. Now, you know I'm not a fan of Dallas. That's no no surprise there. Of course not. No. But I must give credit where credit is due, and that is the opening credits for Dallas. This Finally. shocked me. This really, this really threw me off. <laughs> it was both shocking at the same time inevitable. I mm-hmm. guess I had been it had been sitting dormant in my gay brain forever, and finally came to life. Uh, it was actually the only note that I wrote for Dallas. <laughs> Which was you better work <laughs> Dallas gay opening somehow insinuating that the opening is gay? I d- okay. Well, I think the opening is quite gay if they. Well, I mean, is this not an extremely homosexual sentence? The Real Housewives of Dallas replaced their normal opening credits with housewives taglines with the original Dallas theme. <laughs> It's a, it's a gay sentence. Ew, it's so gay. <laughs> oh, it's so gay. Speaking of gay, uh, Darren, Shaman Darren is back. Oh my back. god. He is like, he's a he's more of a friend of than Lady of the Lake red-haired Jen at this point. Oh, don't, don't speak ill of my lady. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, it, uh, I mean, kudos to these shaman, these witch doctors, <laughs> these psychics, these whatever. Witch doctors, these Forget- white witch doctors. <laughs> these white walkers. Forgetting <laughs> themselves on camera. I mean, camera. congrats, kudos, you did it. Um, yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad. Not a bad look. So it's not a good look. I mean, there's a lot of appropriation. It's, going it's on, a horrible but, uh, look. I I feel oh, like yeah. here's what I feel. I feel like he had a Native American headdress, and the producers said no, and so then they replaced it. <laughs> no, we just twist. finished filming with Kenya. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they found as fast as they could a beanie. <laughs> <laughs> with various pom poms, various pom poms loosely attached to one side. It, it was wow. a strange choice. Yeah, even Deandra kind of looked at him for a second, like, "Wait a second, <laughs> <laughs> are my choices wrong?" <laughs> um, so I guess this is all to say that it's lead up to the inevitable showdown between Step Mama D. Oh my god, and the and okay, get into it. Come on, Marshall, 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 Marshall. Hi, Trashbox listeners. Here I am, several hours later after this conversation took place, editing this podcast in bed. And what do I realize? The following six minutes of conversation are completely wrong. I mistook Deandra's stepmother's husband to be Deandra's stepfather. Wait, yes, stepfather. Oh, fuck me. I'm doing it again. Okay, basically, I thought they were talking about Glenn Simmons in this episode, Dandra's rich, like, adopted father, her stepdad, and not her biological father. All of these facts are wrong. So basically, Deandra, oh, anyway, you get it. I'm sure you get it. Anyway, so if you want to skip this conversation in which we talk very confusedly about this situation, you can skip to 4032. Uh, if you want to listen to Two Fools... Get all the facts wrong? Keep listening. Thank you. <sighs> this was fantastic. Mm-hmm. I would rather hear about intergenerational family drama, who's estranged from who, 
When did this happen? It's very Dallas, like the TV show Dallas. Very much so. Very much so. And I, (laughs) it's it's wild. So I did a little research. Um, So Deandra's stepfather was Glenn Simmons. Glenn Simmons, I mean, I'm sure we all know this, duh, we're Housewives fans. Uh, But her stepfather, Glenn Simmons, was basically her dad because her biological dad wasn't really in the picture. So he he died in 2013. For some reason, I always thought, I thought this all went down in the 90s or something. But no, he died pretty recently. Mm, I thought so too. Yeah, yeah. He killed himself. So at the time, he was divorced from Mama D and I think pissed at Deandra for something and married to a new woman. Ah, uh, what's her name? Something Calloway. I think it was like Ginger or something. If it's Ginger Calloway, that's great. That sounds, that sounds right, yeah. Let me look at Dixie. Dixie Calloway, I'm pretty sure. Dixie. I, I don't, that oh, can't Jesus, be right. Even... That can't be right. One sec. I'm looking that up. <laughs> she, you were pretty strong on Dixie. Oh, excuse me. It wasn't Dixie. It's Patsy. I don't know where the hell I got Dixie from. So Patsy Calloway, whom Mama D says Glenn did not marry for her looks. She got a full confessional dedicated to this shade. <laughs> calls your Beverly Hillbillies, says that Glenn should have fixed her nose. Um... Really, really shady stuff. And like, if you're Patsy and you're watching this after the fact, and you've even slightly repaired your relationship with Deandra, all of that shit's going right out the window. I know. We were talking about this before we started recording, and Mama D is vicious. She's evil. Vicious. Yeah, it's not good. I mean, to the point where I I assume we're going to talk about it, but either Deandra or Mama D wrote his obituary excluding his family from it. Yep. Okay. Insanity. This is pretty fantastic, you guys. Okay. So I found his 2013 obituary. So Glenn is not married to D anymore, Mama D. He is not married. They have been divorced. He is now married to Dixie slash Patsy, and they have a son named Ross. Okay? (laughs) There is no goddamn mention of Dixie slash Patsy or Ross in this obituary. It Mm -mm. says, it says, Glenn is survived by his loving wife, Dee, and his daughter, Deandra, whom he affectionately refers to as his girls. He's also survived, also survived by his brothers, blah, 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 great grandchildren. Um, Two of his daughters died also. So he must've been married to Bunch. And also why are his daughters dead? I don't know. Something's up. And, (laughs) But there's no mention of Ross, his actual son, or Patsy. It's insane. And you know Mama D put that out there because all the comments on this site are like, Oh, D, I'm so sorry. Deandra, our thoughts are with you. Like, it's wild. It's insanity. It is such a bold move to do that. Oh, my insane. God. Like, no shit Patsy would hate those two. I mean, my God. It's wild. It, it, they were divorced. That's wild anyway i was just fascinated by that D so, is pure so so of course the deandra goes to meet her stepmother and mm-hmm. i was really hoping for at least I hoping i was really her. hoping for some for just like some like kind of like in you know potomac or whatever where like you get a, a, a brief shot of her knocking on a door being yeah. like hello hello yeah. oh, ashley there? darby and her dad ashley darby i know um and no, we don't get we don't get none of that. We just get a black screen that says she refused to be filmed. It was anticlimactic, and uh, you know the, the the narrative is starting to be like, yeah, fuck no. Why on earth would they would they want to be involved at all with Miss Simmons? Oh, I thought you were gonna say fuck no. I don't want this on my TV, and I'm like, this is the only this episode with all this drama <laughs> was the only is, thing yeah. I've been interested in the last few episodes of Dallas. Seriously, yeah, I love intergenerational drama. <laughs> yes, it is really fascinating. It and is. we know there's some dark stories going behind on his side. Oh as my well. God, Marshall. Okay, they called his brother, Harold Simmons, the, mm. um, so this is Glenn's brother, the King Lear of Texas Dynasty or whatever, uh, because his, all his daughters tried to take over the <laughs> right. business. Like, there's so much drama there in the Simmons family. <laughs> Like, I think it's real life Dallas. I think it's real life Dallas. There's got to be a way to get someone else on in that drama onto this show. Oh my God. Could they please get Patsy as the next housewife? 
Yes. I mean, if if they can't do that, like, there's got to be another sister or daughter or something who's hungry for it. cousin or, like... That Deandra doesn't know about. Oh, my God. Okay, also, I scoured the internet to find out what Patsy Calloway looked like because I wanted to see that nose Mm -hmm, that Mama D mm -hmm. says she should Mm -hmm. fix, and I couldn't find anything. Interesting, because I have just clicked on an article that says, who is Patsy? I know. I I went to that article, too. And I couldn't find any pictures or anything. Oh, they don't have a picture. I didn't even find her on Facebook. I couldn't even find her on Facebook. Oh, my God. You can find everybody old on Facebook because they just forget they have accounts. It's true. So they just leave it there. Fully open. <laughs> so, okay. So we we have a brief scene with Tiffany. Then we get to Carrie having dinner with her daughters again, doing all of this shit on camera, which I'm just like not here for at all. Yeah, that's bizarre. And they say that no. she's closed the loop of alcoholism. And I say, no, 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 no. That loop is wide open. <laughs> Listen, we here at Trashbox don't like to diagnose, you know, addictions, personality disorders. We don't like to do it, you know? We don't like to do it slowly. We'd like to do it at incredible speed and immediately. Exactly. We love to do it fast and furious. Love is the yes. operative word here. Uh, <laughs> she definitely has alcohol issues, whatever's happening. Because yes. she's acting like a 20-year-old at university with this drinking yeah uh she's uh getting violent uh, <laughs> she's getting she violent yeah salsa <laughs> salsa bed 2020 salsa bed ripping apart the dallas home as we see next week <gasps> yeah i love that flash forward she's like yep i closed the loop to her daughters and then it's that <laughs> black and white fa- flash forward to one week later <laughs> uh, um yeah so they end up doing this like like sleep over at the Dallas mansion as per Brandy. I guess she's the leader of this. And there's not a ton of drama yet, but the drama seems to be coming next week, right? Yeah. I mean, I yeah. do like Deandra making the Coke joke. That was fun. Her snorting cocaine in her yeah. dress. Which she does often. She <laughs> she fun. she references uh the blow often. I think But yeah, not not a, I think that we're not a lot happened. No, not a lot happened. I think, okay, I think the nice thing about Deandra is she doesn't have kids, so she's a little, like, yes. she's a little more fun. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I'm sorry. I'm, like, I don't hate Deandra. I don't hate Deandra I, at all. I do think she's a compelling housewife character. I think she's fascinating. And she, I don't yes. know if she's a good person, but I don't really care. I think she's fun for TV. And yeah. I especially just, I, and I genuinely liked her her first couple seasons. I like her. Yeah. I like the way she speaks. I'll say it. I really like her little voice. I do too. Yeah. I do. I yeah. She's she's my anchor, I think, for this show because this I show agree. is ugh. Yeah. Okay. Let's get to Josie. Okay, yeah. So not well we'll see and also I gotta say, we have another murder mystery on Dallas. Give me a fucking break. I roll. I know. Fucking hell. Fucking hell. Next week I think we'll get some drama, hopefully. Jersey. Um Jackie's son is identical to Evan. <laughs> Jackie's son as if I swear to God, I almost clutched my chest and thought they had shrunken Evan. <laughs> I thought they were handing out because he was wearing a shirt. The, the kid was wearing like a shirt. What is And the I was shirt they were, like handing it? out food or something. Like it was a, oh. a man's shirt. He <laughs> was a business baby. He was a businessman baby. And they're handing out food. And I gasped and I thought that Evan had been shrunk. When did this kid even this, come on the episode? I don't know. It was like right out the gate. Interesting. Right out of the gate of the episode. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. And then immediately followed up with a scene with uh, Frank Jr. And Frank <gasps> Jr. is Frank Sr. It is bizarre. He looks like a young, and he talks like a young they talk Frank, the same. too. They act the same. Why it's do I crazy. think that, like, Frank Sr. is, like, the cutest little gentle giant Everyone I've does. ever met in my Everyone life? Does. And I just want to hug him. Yep. I just want to hug him and sit on his lap in a non-sexual way. Is that weird? And so it's nice to see that Frank, that that is... That has dribbled down. Uh, the cum has dribbled down to Frank Jr. It's lovely. We love to see it and taste it. I mean, let's be real. If we if we went to college with Frank Jr., we'd probably think he's a massive douchebag. Yeah. I'm sure in different circles he's a bit of an asshole, but maybe not. Maybe he's a sweetie pie to women. Who knows? Well, he does seem to respect his mama. And he, and I, I yes. don't get Dolores's. Dolores has always been about this. Especially with Jackie, when we're talking about Jackie, she's always been like, you don't bring up emotions. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? This is a caveman thing. <laughs> that scene with her mother, too, where she's like, you don't bring up emotions. She's like, oh, you don't bring up emotions. They're like, agreed. You don't bring up emotions. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's extremely, it's extremely weird. And she's very straightforward about it. And it's clearly not working for her because she's not telling her kids and her family about a biopsy. And... <laughs> she's like it's girly stuff i didn't want to bu- bug you 
And Frankie's like, it's not girly, girly stuff, stuff, it's health stuff. Yeah. Like, what's girly? Because So if I get breast cancer, it's girly? I shouldn't tell the boys? Like, <laughs> It's on my boobages. Ooh. It's very strange mm-hmm. and very tired. Mm-hmm. So we get a conversation with Jen and her daughter that I don't trust. <laughs> it's ultimately supposed to be a good thing. And the conversation right. involves good things, technically. Mm-hmm. However, there's something about Jen... That I don't trust. and But you can see that the daughter is like, she's a little with it. She's old enough to kind of like catch what's going on. She reminds me of me at that age. I, not not to say I was with it, but like the kind of same kind of chubby, same kind of awkwardness. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't, I don't, um, I don't trust it, even though it's a good thing that's happening. Uh, th- they go to lunch and finally, uh, Jen apologizes to Marge. Finally. I thought Jen acted, honestly, no joke, like a class act on the yacht. Pretty good, and uh, still pointy on her end, still pointy on Marge, very pointy on Marge's end. Yeah, Marge! Um, she's just, like, come on. Like, the, the apology was coming. It was, uh, but it was good. It, I thought, I thought, great, this is what we need. We need feuds to happen over a couple episodes, and then we wrap them up, and then we go to the next thing. That's basic storylining, okay? Like, it's a very this, strong season thus far. Yeah. Wait. When do they have the lunch? Is that on the yacht? There was water involved. I saw water. Yes, 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 yes. Because I'm just getting a little mixed up. So Teresa shows up, starts talking about the guy, suddenly divulges all this stuff about the guy. Which I don't care about. Sorry. I mean, whatever. We know about it. We we know about it. Like, everybody probably already knew about it in the cast because they've seen it in the, in the so tabloids, so but they're not admitting yeah. that's the way they heard it. Yeah, it's this weird, like, whatever. And then we get to the Jen versus March lunch thing. Uh, and it's whatever. It's, um, where's my, sorry. Where, what are you doing? <laughs> you just basically sorry. repeated everything that we just said. I know. I'm just, I know. I'm just getting it together in my head. Okay, Marshall? I'm just getting it together. Jen versus March. Yeah. Judgmental for sure on March's part. Reading the excerpt. The excerpt. The bizarre, poorly oh, written excerpt. that was like long, excerpt. long. <laughs> I could, I was thinking, I was like, oh my god, if I was sitting there, I would not be here for this. <laughs> What's interesting, though, is we get it followed up with a scene between Marge and her mother, which is a tumultuous yes. relationship, and it seemed kind of nice. I mean, yeah, I, got, I, I got a better vibe of who Marge's mother is. Like, I was like, okay, so she wasn't the worst, she just wasn't the best. She doesn't sound very present. Um, yeah. It's kind of parallels kind of i mean and again i didn't watch the back half of the latest season of oc but it mm. kind of parallels bronwyn's relationship with her mother yeah except her mother is a fucking terrible person whereas yeah, march senior a... is just a little out to lunch I and think. i think there's a bit of love there i don't think there's love between uh bronwyn and her like that oh. relationship is toxic and disgusting and has did created I... a bronwyn did i tell you that i like a few months ago got like neck deep into Bronwyn's daughter's anorexia YouTube videos, oh, talking about her God. triggers and all this. Oh my and God. like, and now she's creating the children. <sighs> yep, yeah, and like she's just and all the stories about her mother were fucked. She was like, "I love my mom," blah blah blah, but you know, she said I was you know ruining my babe my baby sister's life by not eating, <laughs> like stuff like that. Like, it's yeah, just, fucking that, hell, that that family's like, fucked. Ugh. I know. I don't know whether to put a camera on it or not. I really don't. She got. Um, did she get fired? She's not coming back, right? No, the whole show's on hiatus. What does that mean? It means either they like rejig it or they cancel it. That's wild. Yeah, that's wild. So, okay, so we so we have the scene with Marge and Marge mm. Marge Senior. It's nice. Mm. I thought it was nice. I liked it. Yeah, yeah. It felt healthy ish. It's. It really was. A, this this show is a slice of life. We're getting a lot of like relationship driven stuff between generations it's good oh uh, what you think that sex talk between melissa and her daughter at envy was good i com- i completely moved past that <laughs> i rewound it twice to try and watch it and could not yeah. and so we're not talking about it because God. there's nothing to talk about it, it was gross i'm getting to the point where i'm like i, I don't mind melissa you've had it with melissa i've had yeah. it i've had it I-, yeah. I liked her for being the anti-teresa for a while and leading that yeah but she's not giving yeah. us much she's not giving us much it's all <laughs> Did I just say she's not giving us Munch? She's not giving us Munchausen. No. No. <laughs> and she needs to be giving more Munchausen. She needs to. Yeah. Where's the Munchausen? Yeah. So Jen's dad. Okay. <laughs> Jen's dad. I don't know if you've noticed this. Refuses 
to sit upright in a chair. <laughs> Have you ever Hunched seen this over. man's spine correctly <laughs> positioned? Well, he's an old man. He's a hunchback. He's playing footsie under the table. It is insane. <laughs> he is slumped over every yeah. day on an iPad watching God knows what. Always with that one headphone in his ear. He's never really present. The one headphone so he can hear the shade. It's, oh my God. Tells his wife so they, to put on a shirt that doesn't show your belly. And she's like, I don't care. And I'm like, yeah, I wouldn't care either. <laughs> yeah. Out of that age, fuck it. <laughs> and also, did he not notice that we've moved to a new place now? Like, they don't have to deal with this shit anymore. No. It's She's going to let that belly hang. Even worse, bitch. <laughs> I loved this Turkish tea party. I gotta say. Yes, I did. I loved that they brought their mothers, that they brought all their mothers. Um, and spoiler alert, I, I don't mean to jump straight to it, and, and we won't, but like, Teresa storming out really kind of ruined it for me. I was really like, <laughs> what? What? I'm in earnest saying it really just. I, I kind of did it. I was watching with Ellie and he's like, oh, I kind of like Teresa this episode. Oh. And I was like, ah, therein lies why she has been on the show for so long. Because even if she's evil and stupid, She's also sometimes stupid and likable. And so I Emily is doing this, like, like demonstrating with her hands, like, of the volume of evil and then a separate cup volume of stupid and is He's now showing... combining them together. <laughs> I'm showing balances in yeah, my hands. Yeah. Uh, the weed drink is kicking, kicking it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I just thought this was... I don't think this was Teresa putting it on for the cameras. I think she is too stupid sometimes to put stuff on for yes. cameras. And I thought she just had to get the fuck out of there. And I don't blame her. You could see the her wheels turning in her head. I know. <laughs> you always can. There's no eyeballs in her head. I thought it was narcissistic. And I, don't I know. thought it was it it was a really nice evening where these women got to see the stars of the Real Housewives of New Jersey and unfortunately they got a glimpse into the Real Housewives of New Jersey by by Teresa kicking his and sure I'm sure a lot of people feel sorry for her people's moms die they die that's their job all people's jobs is to die we have such wildly different takes on this so that's how this this planet works baby well this is again I just I just think you don't care for her parents, because you shit on Nono. Now you're shitting on her grieving her mother. What did they do to you, Marsha Lorenzo? They created dumb children. Oh, that's fair. Actually, that's a really good point. <laughs> that's my argument. <laughs> uh, so, by the way, Jackie yeah. Jackie comes up to the to the party and says in her microphone outside Jen's house, "Welcome to the Taj Mahal." If the Taj Mahal had a huge <laughs> mortgage and no furniture. <laughs> Jackie, I love Jackie. I love her when she does shit like that. She's gonna pay for it, and she's gonna bug-eyed earnestly be like, "I didn't mean it." In the reunion, for fuck's sake. Yeah, Jackie oftentimes bites off more than she can chew. Yeah, I'm here for the messiness. I also, I'll say it, every episode, even when she's crazy, I love Jen. I just think she's so entertaining. Yeah, Jackie thinks she can do this but she can't you don't think jackie can do she this? thinks she can be a housewife but i don't think she can jen is a housewife jen was born to be a housewife and apparently the rumors are that yeah. jen has been trying for years to be a housewife and that's why she bought uh, the big house too that was like her thing oh my god and i think that's fine that's someone knowing <laughs> what they're fated to do <laughs> yeah actually that is working towards your goal yeah that's manifestation people it's very good all right i really do you've really convince me of jen over the this podcast mm -hmm. thank you i mean you're welcome and then i have written i i have two i have two last things written on josie one is of course geez they are milking Teresa's trauma mm -hmm. um and then the the other one and i'm i'm gonna need you to help me place this is mm -hmm. an, an 11 year old is saying they're michael kors oh yeah jen's daughter oh is that her daughter in the nice little dress this is the other daughter right the younger daughter i can't tell I can't tell they look very similar. Uh, yeah, she's she has all her makeup on. And she's going to look back on that in even a year and be like, oh, my God. <laughs> it's not bad for a teenager on these shows. We've seen some choices from teens. And this was a, this was earnest and adorable, I think. I thought it was adorable. I really like her. Uh, she's again, like she's going to look back and be like, fucking kill me. That's so embarrassing. And she's going to get made fun of at yes. school. Like, I don't understand why people put kids on reality TV. Yeah. Is it entertaining? Hell yeah. Uh, yeah. And she's doing this thing that I used to do where I don't know why, like I relate so many, so much to the, the Aiden daughters. 
but she's like being like, oh, homework. I don't want to do homework. Can I stay? And it's just her, totally her mother. Like, it's like, look at me. Attention time. Oh, boy. Exactly. And also that that crossroads of Ugh, homework. I hate it, but I've got to put on this Michael Kors outfit and glam it up in the kitchen with these oldies. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. I enjoyed it. I, yeah. I love Jen and I want, I, I love her. I think she's not a good person, but I, I really enjoy her. And who cares if she's doing Instagram lives and being like, I need a new housekeeper. Like, who gives a shit? It's also kind of like, she's really positioning herself well in terms of the overall show. Like she's, she's aligned herself with Teresa pretty well. She's built some loyalties there. Which, yeah. of course, in turn will mean a decent faction breakup when they do start to fracture. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> she's in the mix. She's in the mix. I, I'm very proud of her. Right now, it's her, Dolores. Dolores. And I love Dolores. Frank, I think. Like, <sighs> yeah. I love, I love, listen, we love Dolores more. She's probably one of the most loved housewives. Even though they're saying she might not be back next week, or next week, next year. But yeah, that's the thing. She's not really in the mix. She's really kind of just a Teresa translator, which is necessary sometimes. And here's the thing. At the start of the season, I was like, fuck, Teresa, she's, ta- she's you know, holding the show hostage. Then they gave me a week off from her last week. Then they showed me a little grief this week. And I'm like, eh, she could stay. She could stay. Yeah. She's the heart and soul. I don't know. I, I could give or take her. Um, as long as they need, they, they need, they're safe with Marge. They got something going with Jen. Yeah. They 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 need someone else. They need some new blood, I think. Fuck off, Melissa. Yeah. Do you know what we need? We need like what was her name? Kim D energy. What was her name? Is that Kim D? What was her fucking is, name? Is this, are, we, are we talking Jersey? Yeah, you know the Oh wait, you haven't watched the earlier seasons. No, but I wouldn't mind something something someone new. Uh, maybe they have connections to like a Manzo type. I want someone fucking wild. Like I, I think it's Kim yeah. D. One second, I just gotta double check. Because she's nuts, Mari. Maybe I'll watch some old Jersey this weekend. Watch season two. Watch season two. You'd love it. Kim Kim D, she owned that store and uh, would just like spread crazy rumors about cheating. Anyway, even though they were true about Teresa and Joe. Um, and we need someone like that. We need someone with like Python energy. You yes. know? Get rid <laughs> Python, of Melissa. Python energy. <laughs> yeah. Give me some Python energy. It's, like just, yeah, I, that's what I want. Yeah. Because we're not seeing, we're not seeing Marge in her full Margeness. We're not seeing Jen no. in her full Genness. We like, need a Danielle Staub in the mix. We need someone. We need a catalyst. Yeah, exactly. The issue with Staub is that she would always go a little too far and then not, people will be like, why would you invite her to this? That makes and no, there's no sense. And there's no ebbs and flows with, no. with Staub. No. She doesn't, there's no peaks and valleys. She's not even a Python. She's just like... Like a train with like a, what are those things on the front of the train? Cow catcher. It's a train with a cow catcher, Danielle Stop. Oh, like, yes. The, her job is to clear the tracks. Yeah, That's but she's it. not going to stop for nothing. No episodes. Yeah. Nothing. <laughs> okay. Okay. Okay, well, we've, we've done enough here. We've done enough here. So next week, uh, I want to plug this. We have a very special guest, David Yontif from Behind the Velvet Rope podcast, and he's interviewed actual housewives and so he is going to come and do our recap and everything but we're gonna you know we're gonna leave some space to gossip but i and i'm i'm listening to some of his episodes and making notes and making list of questions if you want to hear information about what dorinda is like before (laughs) and after an interview uh, (laughs) we shall find out um yeah and you know what we gotta get some housewives on our goddamn podcast what's wrong with us there's no reason why some of those bottom of the barrel <laughs> bitches would jump on this shit. We could get Danielle Staub, I feel. And also, <laughs> I finally sprung for the the Zoom plan where it doesn't just kick you off after 45 minutes. They don't need to know this. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> now we can have real guests on, like a real fucking podcast, okay? So Okay, okay. You know what? If, if anybody listening has an end to a housewife that, that they think we could... The issue is we shit talk a lot of them on here, right? But don't... Doesn't everyone shit talk them? I know, but sometimes we really, we really go below the belt. I think Lady of the Lake could go on here because I I come from a place of love. He's he's interviewed her, I think. Oh, yes. Yeah, he's, even, he's interviewed Jen from Dallas. Okay, great. David is going to give us some shit next week. I'm actually really excited. Yeah, me too. Me too. Okay. Awesome. And a plug to that podcast. Have a listen beforehand so you know what we're talking about. Yes, please. That is Behind the Velvet Rope. Uh, great. Thanks for listening, everybody, this week. We'll, we'll see you next week. And have a lovely pandemic 
uh, seven days. Yes, and happy Anzac Day to all those New Zealanders out there. Let's praise war. Oh my god. <laughs> I'll have to Wikipedia it. Anzac Day it is. She right? doesn't know what it is. She thinks it's no a cookie. No fucking clue. <laughs> all right. Bye-bye. Bye.